time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, and joining me today is your dark lure of knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Big Johnny oh. <laughs> what's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amon. What's up, you fucks? Ooh, Sorry for that pause, audio listeners. Thing. We were doing some yeah. camera adjustments. We were doing some camera adjustments. And so. audio listeners, I'm just going to tell you right now, do yourself it's a, pretty a favor. Sight. Do yourself a favor, go find the video and watch the beginning of this. It's shit. a pretty fry. You gotta see this Oh, we love you, TJ. Yes, there we go. Oh, my name's not on there. My name is not on there. <gasps> oh my God. There we go. Okay, guys. Hey, so it's a good thing you put your name up there because they, they would have never had any clue who you were. Oh, you <laughs> Tyler got know. it immediately. Who is Tyler this? got it immediately. Who is Tyler's the fucking man. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Mr. Robofuck. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> we know our boys out there are at least enjoying it, dude. Yes. Yeah. Thought I wanted to change it up for you guys just a little bit. Thought that would be pretty funny. But let's continue with the show. Today is August 3rd, 2020, as I stated before. But today's episode is Frailty from 2001. But first, before we get to that, it's time for the Slice Life. Big Johnny D, what you do? Oh, man, I had a nice relaxing week, bud. I, uh, it was super, super duper fucking warm. And so I enjoyed the pool pretty much all week. Had some family over yesterday. Celebrated the wife's grandfather's uh, 75th birthday. Right so, on, buddy. Yeah, right? He was fucking, he's still kicking. Uh, beating on the little kids with a cane, doing the good old man thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. No, other than that, man, just fucking... Sat back, watched this uh, delicious movie, which I haven't watched in fucking goddamn probably a decade at least. I would say. Uh, but no, man, just fucking relaxing, working, enjoying life. Chad, how you been, brother? Right on, buddy. Oh, I've been busy as hell, man. Last week, this week was hell at work. I had a few nights that were pretty late. Worked till eleven o'clock Thursday night. Man, it was rough. Mm. Especially suck because like half the room leaves at a certain time so we have to bring other people in from other departments to help us so we can get our shit done ah but thankfully that anymore what was but that sorry it kind of paused out yeah you caught out there What's up? oh sorry i said they're bringing in a night shift here in about two weeks oh ah. nice dude yeah yeah so it's uh it's going uh it's going pretty good there hell yeah bro but aside aside from work uh i did finally get through uh jedi fallen order i finally beat that how was that? Nice. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was it was it was a fun game. How many hours did you and, think you got in that? I don't know. Have to look. Sorry, not but, to be in the spot. <laughs> but it, <laughs> I never pay attention to things like that. And uh, I started uh, Man Eater. Ah, bro, hell yeah! It, I downloaded that and started it yesterday. Nice. What's your thoughts so far? Eh, it's it's a bit of a challenge when you uh, when you're first starting out, but it's not bad. Yep, you're just in the bayou still. Yeah. Yeah. Bayou. In the bayou. Yeah. Fucking love. I think I think I'm up to level five right now. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, I hear it vibrating. 
TJ, oh, right. <laughs> that, that, that's 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 probably my phone. Uh, all you guys sharing stuff, ah, sharing the sorry. show. That's quite all right. But no, man. Aside from that, you know, just enjoyed. I actually got a three day weekend out of the deal as far as uh, how many hours we worked. Oh hell yeah, bud! And that makes up for me not being on here on Monday. Which I, so I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't even think about it. I'm sitting there working, and I'm like, why don't I turn on the live feed and listen to that? Oh right. I, yeah, and I was hoping I, I would at least get there in time to do the questions. So uh, I did follow along with some of them. Yeah, I was ha- I was happy when you hopped in there because we were just like, yes. Because <laughs> there was definitely one dude we were like, we were just like, fuck, we don't know, but Chad would know. Where the fuck is he? Like, the Mysterio thing, yeah. Oh, I yes. Right yes. Yeah, 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 that was the I, one. I can literally just feel you, dude, <laughs> like through, oh, my God. You're just, mm. oh. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty awesome. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, aside from that, not much went on, you know, pretty lazy, uh, lazy weekend around here. Uh, what about you, Bobby? What's new with you, man? Uh, it was a good weekend. What was it? Uh, Saturday was basically a whole day of watching hockey because now that's back. So I was watching that all day when my girlfriend and her friends came over. And then my brother got married yesterday in the middle oh, of a pandemic. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. They... They went off today on their honeymoon. They went down to Florida because her her parents had a house. So they, another Ramone. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're going down there, staying at the house, so they don't have to deal with anybody, which is perfect, especially for now. Yeah, and then, for as for me, I am literally sitting here reading comic books while we're doing uh, this. Love <laughs> this it. Is, this is new right. for me. So, what is I that? Love- it's what called the Grim Tales of Terror. Ooh. It's a whole volume of different comics. And it's pretty fucking cool right now. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned horror comics. I was going to mention this later, but I may as well mention this now. Have you guys ever checked this out? No. 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 Haven't checked out in a while, but if I do got, know of that. You guys definitely got to check it out. It's called The Creeps. It's put out by Warrant Publishing. Uh, their website for the magazine is the thecreepsmagazine.com. And mm-hmm. I've actually been following it uh, for about two years now. Uh, when it first started out, it was a it was originally quarterly. It only came out like every three months, and now they're bi-monthly. But uh, it's really cool, and it's um, each story is about seven pages long, but the artwork is fantastic. Chad, we have YouTube listeners. We do. What's up, YouTube? Yeah. Hello, YouTube. <laughs> wow. Yes. I got to be the first to welcome YouTube listeners. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm flattered. But yeah, guys, seriously, if you get a chance, like I said, check it out. Thecreepsmagazine.com. Fucking awesome stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's black and white, and it's on newsprint, like the old uh, creepy magazines and shit like that. Ooh. Shout out to everybody that's listening and watching on Facebook and YouTube right now. Huge thanks to all of our supporters out there, and thank you for maintaining our steady listenership over the pandemic. We appreciate you. Yes, more than you know. So who are we on? You. You, buddy. Okay, so as I said every week, I did podcasts here, there, and everywhere. Uh, Did not do Rabbit Hole this week. Uh, We were supposed to do one with Jack's shoulder, but... Uh, schedules didn't line up properly things got confusing so we just called it off jerk the curtain is scheduled for later this week we will be introducing the new format of jerk the curtain called the fatal four-way we will have four special hosts on to talk about this new match uh 
can't really tell you about it just yet, but I promise you uh, it is delicious, and the Texas rattlesnake will make an appearance. But, uh, yeah. Wait, the real Texas rattlesnake? Shut the fuck Actually, door. their first phone called match on Jerk the Curtain. Oh, nice. Yes. But I can't think uh, which one, though. Anyway, mm. uh, I also started the process of rebranding the Dubak Discussion Network. I'll get it out of the way now as to conserve time for later in the show. Chad, John, Bobby, myself, Corey, Tisa, everybody at the Dubak Network have been working slowly to no longer make it the Dubak Network from legalities to restructuring to all sorts of things, even new logos. We are ready. The day has finally come and the month is upon us for Dubak discussion to no longer exist and to usher in a new era, we will be rebranding as Project Louder. Be free, be loud, be create. Well, no, what is it? No, nope, be free, <laughs> be creative, be loud, be louder. Uh, what is it? Uh, still stay, stay for the. What is it? Stay for the voice or come for the voice. Stay, stay for the last. Here's the thing. Yes, we got a couple mottos going on there. Patent pending, of course, and uh, <laughs> copyright pending. Mm. But you guys uh, stay tuned for more information on that. And of course, the website will be switched, but we will have address forwarding and all that fancy shit as per recommended from Lance by Mass by Lance. Shout out to our oh, sponsor, yeah. Mass by Lance Horror Costume Studios, Horror School Customs, Cabin 13, Brown Space Th Films, Dead Glow Effects, and uh, Studios. There you go. So, guys. Onward and upward with this week's episode in review of 2001's Frailty. Yeah, let's do this, buddy. Let's get this shit go, 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 go. And directed by Bill Paxton, Game Over Man, Game Over, written by Brent Kelly, <laughs> produced by David Kirschner, starring Bill Paxton as Dad Meeks, never given a name, Matthew nope, McConaughey, Meeks slash Adam Meeks, we don't know which one, Powers Booth, FBI agent, Wesley Doyle, Matt O'Leary as young Fenton, Jeremy Sumter as young Adam, Luke Askew as Sheriff Schmalls, Levi Kreese as Adam Meeks slash Fenton Meeks, Dirk Chetwood as Agent Griff in Hull, Missy Kreider is Becky Meeks as Melissa Kreider? Oh, okay, that's what she's... Her credited. professional name. Ah, mm -hmm. Alan Davidson as Brad White, Cynthia Edinger as Cynthia Harbage. Well, that's a hard one. Vincent Chase as Edward March, Gwen McGee as Operator. Nice name. And Edmund Scott Ratiff is the Angel. I believe that's also the special effects coordinator. Yes. Uh, music by Brian Tyler. Cinematography by Bill B -B -B Butler. Edited by Arnold Glassman. Distributed by Lionsgate Films. If you couldn't tell by the giant uh, intro before the film, released. <laughs> yeah. November 7th, 2001, runtime of 99 midgets, budget of 11 million, and gross 17.7 million. Nice. Before we roll that beautiful bean footage, I gotta say, I am very disappointed with the nothing but like white Anglo Saxon names. We don't have like a single hard to pronounce name for TJ this week. Yep. I, I appreciate uh Yeah, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> we need more Italian films, damn it. <laughs> hey man, that's season three, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the year of nothing but Italian films. <laughs> All foreign films. Dude. Uh, yeah. let's, let's roll that beautiful bean footage, baby. Ooh, we get shitty aspect ratio this time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
Not anymore. Among us. I can see the demons. Yeah, we good. While other people can. I'm scared, Dad. The demons are gone. Nothing that crazy could be <laughs> real. The angel told me that God would be sending weapons. Maybe he just trained it. Maybe Fucking you're not right. Shot, God will be sending a list of the. It's a pretty good They'll look like. Oh, uh, we love you. They're not. Yeah. There we. Oh, my name's not on there. My name is not on there. Oh. Well, if it has to be done, it's a burden. It has to be done. Is that true? Why would I make it up? It's all a big lie. I don't want to run away. You are hiding something from me. What is it you think I'm hiding? When I lay my hands on them, I'll reveal them for what they truly are. I got a pretty good idea what them bodies are. I'll tell. Craziest thing I've heard in a long time. Ah! Check the Rose Garden. I don't believe a word of it. But it's true. Bill Paxton. Those were demons. Why can't you see that? Matthew McConaughey. Tell me the truth. Sometimes truth defies reason. You're crazy! Only demons should fear me. You're not a demon, are you? Hey, if anybody uh, could tell me if there was an echo at the beginning of the show for the boy's voice, uh, the other guys' voices, let me know. I have to edit that out in post. Yeah, it was just the trailer relay like it used to be a little bit. Okay, well then that's understandable. Boom. No, you guys were not going to know. It was just that trailer for a little bit, but then you fixed it, whatever you did. Where'd Bobby at? Bobby, where'd you go? Did we lose our Robert? Did we lose Bobby? <gasps> well, the show must go on with or without yep. Bobby. While we wait for that, him to come back, we will call Brody Kane. Ooh. Give him a little ring ding. But Rody Kane, my doppelganger, kangabanger from down under, what's up? Brody? Brody? Oh, there he is. There he is. Ah, sorry about that. Good morning to you and the crew, Mr. Bowser. Good morning. How was that intro? Loved it. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. Very professional, mate. Thank you. <laughs> you have done yourself. Thank you. So, uh, thoughts on 2001's frailty? Wow, where to begin? Mr. Bowser, I come across this hidden gem by accident one day, and it blew me away, and my God, I fell in love with this film instantly. It actually pissed me off how this flew under the radar. Um, it's better than most horror films out there today. It's, uh, it's such a highly underrated and an amazing film that grabs you by the throat and it suffocates you with the pure realism of terror. I think Bill Paxton created nothing more than a masterpiece of uh, character development, storytelling with this one. Um, I can't help but feel that the cinematography helps the film develop a sense of inspiration from the early German expression films. The dark shadow foreplay and the themes definitely drive a haunting tale of fear and disturbia. Now, I didn't get a chance to watch this because I couldn't find it anywhere, but trust me, I've seen it at least like 15 times to know what my favorite <laughs> is. 
and that is the axe to taxon's torso. It's pure shock value, especially when we see the twists unfold later. You definitely mm. feel for his character. And having said that, Frailty is really the best horror movie you never saw. You never saw. I like that. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Fair enough. Well, thank you. Uh, what's your score for that before we let you go? Right. Uh, um, I'm going to give it a five out of five. Oh, wow. I, I, Damn. I so much. And I know I've set the bar high again, Mr. Mr. I can't say John's last name, but yeah, Johnny Roy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we just it, go by like Big Johnny D. <laughs> it was a Drance that, yeah. Right, it's right, a right, Drance right. cock. There you go. Cock. Okay, I'll yeah. stick with that one. Yes. But, but yeah, um, yeah, five out of five. I, I love this film so much. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Brody, as every week, thank you for calling in, brother. No worries. Thank you, boys, and have a great night. Yep. See you on the you show. Too, yeah, man. You too, bud. Yeah. Have a good morning. And uh, before we get on to our little thoughts on this, let's give a call to our brother, Tyler Robofuck. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen. The return of Robofuck. <laughs> so what's going, gentlemen? What's up, buddy? So, so this week's film, 2001's Frailty. Thoughts, feelings. Oh man, Brody hit the nail on the fucking head. I'm. It's one of my favorite films that never saw in the theater. I got it by accident for some odd reason. Where it was a two pack with Saw. And literally one of the best Bill Paxton movies in my top list of three. I absolutely just fucking loved it. Hell yeah. And the way that the story was first started out, as a kid seeing this, I'm, I'm watching this movie thinking, that dad is fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it plays throughout that movie, you know, the whole three quarters of the movie. And wait, 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 wait. Are, wait. That are we going to ruin the ending on this episode? The twist? <laughs> well, I think uh, no, no. I mean, we can hit we can hit to a point oh, where we can okay. Let's hint spoilers. at it, but not reveal it fully. Okay. Okay. Ooh, In the beginning, okay. yeah. you just think, man, you can feel for that kid, mm -hmm. and then, like Brody said, when the twist comes, you feel for the dad, and so and just a complete one eighty mm -hmm. drop. Yes, I absolutely loved it, and I've watched it. God, 20, 25 times at least. Wow. You guys are like super frailty fans over here. Right, like, dude. I'm, I'm pretty sure like, yeah. this was like some of our first viewings for Bobby and I. Wow. Oh, really? In a while? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brody said it best. It's it's one of the best horror movies that you never saw. I mean, it just flew in out of nowhere, it mm -hmm. seemed like. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Well, uh, what's your rating for this film? I'm right up there with Brody. I'm going to give it a 4.75. Oh, solid. Awesome. Well, that's a pretty nice. solid score. Yeah. Well, Robofuck, thank you for returning to uh, the glorious shit show, and I can't wait to call you next week. Always an honor. Always an honor. Absolutely, brother. You have a good one. Thanks, you Adam. too. See you guys. Yep. See you on the show. Bye.
Later. Okay, guys. So let's start with Chad. Thoughts, feelings. Wait, wait, wait. No. We what? never even did our plot rundown. No. Ah, we have no. Nope. Who wants to do the plot rundown? You want me to take it? Go for yeah, it, John. All right. I will do it. <clears throat> FBI agent Wesley Doyle is startled by the declaration of a youngster, Fenton Meeks, about how his father's delusions required him and his brother, Adam, to become his, quote, demon sling, unquote, murder accomplices. Fenton saw his dad as evil, and while Adam saw him as a hero. But when Doyle accepts to be shown the concealed victim, the concealed victim's graves, the plot twist in the present, or the plot twist in the present just as gruesome. Wait, what? What the fuck is that? The yeah, plot twist in the present just as gruesome. We got a typo in the end of that. <laughs> so I apologize. Chad, we got no audio from you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Chad, drop out, pop back in. Oh, no. That stinks. Give us a quick oh, refresh. Oh, man. Yeah, well, is, it, is there oh. a misspelling in the here yeah I know. It, it, um so pretty I'll much as chat out and then plot uh, twist happen the chat the, i'm gonna pop you out and then you can reload back in that but as, so far as what we figured our fans have watched this more than we have more than us yeah. this is amazing <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, heard, definitely, um, I own it but i've definitely only seen it maybe a handful of times you know like just one of those ones you pop out of the box every once in a while yeah but i mean uh, all right Go ahead, Bobby, because I know I already saw their faces during Tyler and Brody's. So, so listen, I'm a huge Bill Paxton fan. I love his work. I, I actually I have no gripes of his acting. He always was top notch. He was good in this movie. He he directed it, too. But I, I personally don't know if I would call this a horror film. I think I'd be more like a little psychological because it's yeah, psychological with horror psychological thriller well yeah but see now oh. this is why i picked this movie and i'm glad you just brought that up because like i said to you gentlemen earlier this is one where i feel like it's on the line but it could draw in a lot of multitude of audiences because of what it is yeah that i will say i would you. still say it's a horror i would argue on the fact can you guys hear be- me yes Woo! okay got chad with back I, I switched USB ports. Hopefully, this will work better. Ooh, yeah, switch that. Yeah, make sure it's on USB three and not two. But flip so, over and switch the port. Would I say it's one of my favorites? <laughs> would, would I say it's one of my favorites? <laughs> not, not really. No, 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 dude. That's that's. But, but, but would I give it a second, like shot, since it's been so long? Yes, but like I wasn't as into it as I thought I would be. I will say that. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm with Bobby on this. Uh, by the way, I just want to throw this out there. This just seemed kind of weird, and it kind of struck me watching the movie and, again, watching the uh, trailer. But did anyone else think the boy playing Fenton, young Fenton, looked a lot like the girl that played Beverly in It? You know, now that you mention it. <laughs> you throw a red-haired wig on him, and he could, he could probably be her. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> I guess I'd have to watch it again, dude. It's been a while. But I, I did love the plot twist. Yes, Chad, which it? What? Which it? Uh, the new one, the uh, chapter one, uh, chapter two, whatever. I think she was in both. I don't know. 
I never watched chapter two. I never finished chapter one. Yeah, I watched one. It was it was all right. Chapter two is nothing to write home about. Fair enough. It starts with but, them throwing a gay dude off a bridge. But we're not oh. here to talk about it. No, no. no. Let's, so let's continue with frailty. Yeah, you know what? I'm. We saw the disdain on Bobby and Chad's face. So Chad, I'll, let's let's hear your thoughts, bud. It, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It was a good movie, yeah. but it's not a good horror movie, particularly. There's no good scares. There's no. There's a little bit of suspense. I mean, I, like I said, I like the movie. I don't love it. Like, I'm not on the same level as uh, Robo fucking Brody. I'm with okay. Bobby on this. It's a good movie. It's a great Bill Paxton film. Like, he carries it, obviously, oh, as Bill absolutely. Paxton always did. Yeah. But to me, it's no more scary than an episode of Criminal Minds. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I guess, I mean, it's it's more, more almost more like a psychological thriller than anything else. Right. I mean... <laughs> And this is where, like, I feel like just a minor little tweaking of this movie, and I feel like you guys would change your minds if you actually showed the kills, like it yeah. the cutaways. Like, yeah. if you saw the axe hitting the body, and you actually saw the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we finally got a little blood splatter at the end and stuff like that, but it wasn't anything that we're usually used to that we watch in our movies. In all honesty, I think that was intentional. I think Paxton was going for a more Alfred Hitchcock well, film. and once again, broader base. You yeah, know what I mean, you could that's way more. You're going to get way you could get your horror fans, but you can get your people that are not so into horror. But, you know, you could still get yeah. to watch that movie. Yeah, right. yeah for sure. That, that I could certainly say you'll get a lot of people who are horror and non horror watch this and say horror, not horror, horror, not horror. I, I will agree it's on that line, but it's a very thin line. Yes. Now. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself personally. No, go for someone, it. Someone who is, unf- in my, I will say, unfortunately, uh, was pretty much forced to do everything religious up until ninth fucking grade. Coming from a religious standpoint, this movie actually the first time really kind of scared the fuck out of me. And in not maybe in like a, yeah, like jump scare kind of a way, but just more of like a, yeah, you don't believe it, but there's always that weird like little voice in the back of your head saying, but maybe. Mm-hmm. I know it's a I know that's a fucked up thing and that could be like a whole different discussion. But that's just something that like you know relates to me. So that's why I personally have really loved this movie because it's just like oh YouTube God. viewers, don't be afraid to comment. Uh hell yeah. Get thrown in the mix as well. Show us the love. And we will show you the love back. Uh TJ, what do you think, Bud? This film mm-hmm. at times felt like it was it looked like a TV movie. And okay, then yeah. the audio was great. The, the the sound editing, the sound production was spot on. But the cinematography, like I said, felt too much like a TV movie. Some scenes seemed out of focus, kind of like the DP might have had a long night and then uh, woke up early yeah. the next morning, was forced to go on set. You, you mean he was hanging out with McC- McConaughey and smoking some fucking dope-ass... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> will, and he had to go at it, and he was like, fuck me, dude. Like, holy shit. And now I will go uh, explain kind of how uh, I was introduced to this film. I didn't hear about it until last week when I asked the proverbial, what are we watching next week, boys? <laughs> at that point, I was told what we were going to watch, and I didn't think anything of it until this morning. And then I was reminded, okay, I got to watch this film today. So as I do every morning, I'm talking to Lance McKinney. And 
I said, oh, I'm going to watch the Gornmore movie now. And he's like, well, what movie is that? And I, and I said, it's frailty. And he goes, oh, that's the movie where you see Matthew McConaughey's cock. <laughs> and I go, oh, I okay. What? So, so literally <laughs> in my head, you're just I'm going into this film. Hold on. I'm going into this film fully expecting some scene where Matthew McConaughey is going to have his cock out. So I sit down and I'm talking to Lance and he's selling this to me. He's like, yeah, dude, I just checked on my Minster Skin account. He's like, it's a timestamp and everything. And I'm not checking or anything. I'm not, I'm just kind of watching. I, I, I want it to surprise me. So I'm talking to Lance and the movie ends and I'm like, oh, wow. Where's the dick? <laughs> you know, there's not many times in, like, in this process where it's like I said, where did you get that time stamp? <laughs> on Mr. Skin account. I said, there is no minute 46. It's only a minute 39. <laughs> LOL. Uh, and that's the last I've caught tonight. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That was great. I love the oh. fact that TJ's biggest takeaway from this movie watching experience is the fact that he's disappointed he didn't get to see Dick. Well, <laughs> yo, man, when you get misled on a movie, as we were talking in our louder group, fucking <laughs> guys, 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 look, <laughs> did you see? <laughs> what? Did you guys see the image that froze on Bobby? Uh, he had no. this complete look of confusion. <laughs> it just oh. froze. <laughs> hey, Bobby, you keep cutting out because your pl- your uh, your connection's oh. wireless and not hardwired. Oh my god, that Hold was on. so funny. I told keep you about that. Do it. Yep, here. Bobby. I was just telling the guys your picture froze at the most par- perfect look of confusion. And you all froze too. <laughs> Brody says, "Land checking Matt's Kangavea." I hope she's oh. that Laura. Oh God! Jaggy oh. says, "Spoiler, no dick." <laughs> this but is not other than that, I love the film. I love the twist. I love uh, the realism of the religious insanity that's going on there. Bobby's internet is completely shitting the bed right now, yeah. and making the signal drop out. Uh, so I apologize for the technical difficulties. Gonna have to remind him before we go live to plug that shit in. Yeah, Dude, really. uh, wireless. Let's get some sticky notes and uh, have a couple things that we need to re- talk about before we go live. <laughs> Make sure Bobby's plugged in. Uh, but yeah, I think the story was done. The characters are great. You really get attached to them throughout the, the hour and forty minutes that you were with them. I love, like I said, the twist was really good. The the, the child actors. We're super fucking serious. I I love how that kid kind of just allowed himself to be let free and kind of play along with it to kind of finally get back at his dad. You know, it, it, yeah, that scene right there, and it's such a weird shot, but it's always it's always one of my favorite ones. It's just the straight black head, uh, like the black head. Uh, I can't even talk black. <laughs> background background jesus fucking christ and his head is just like panning back and it's just that shot of his head when he's talking about when he's finally going insane like i fucking love that shit dude oh what is what the hell <laughs> i refreshed because we had a dropout oh, oh. Like, holy fuck, we lost the host 
it, it stays streaming. It's one of the features I pay for. So just uh, titties, dude. So there we go. Pop, <laughs> pop back in with uh, proper internet this time. I there keep it is. forgetting. That's my bad. <laughs> it's all good, brother. Uh, oh, we yeah. got her fixed, and we can now continue the show. Uh, where, where are we at, boys? We should be on so, to questions. No. No, no. behind the scenes, buddy. Behind them scenes, bro. I'm going to open them curtains. Chad. Right on. Yo. So, (laughs) when asked why the axe used by his character has the name Otis carved into the handle, Paxton stated he wanted the axe to have its own personality and to be unique. He found the name in Pasadena when he was there scouting for locations to film. Paxton met a homeless man and offered to give him some money. The homeless man did not want charity, so Paxton instead offered to buy the use of the man's name for the movie. The homeless man's name was Otis. No Hmm. shit. Okay. I I completely made that up. No, I didn't. <laughs> Wait, what? I, 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 sh- I should just start. Chad, you're random, so fake news. I should start throwing some random <laughs> shit that I make up in there. You I swear, one of, these, one of these days, I'm just going to give you a completely wrong plot rundown for like a fucking. You know what? Blonde or Every something. episode, you should write a fake behind the scenes, and whatever fan can send us the fake behind the scenes should be able to win something, like a sticker or some shit. That's a good That'd idea. Cool. I like it. Yeah, Chad, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that reminds me. What's before? Before, let me think. Want to see what our next movie is, so I can plan ahead. Our next movie oh, next is actually Return of the Living Dead Two. Two. Ooh, that'll oh, be a fun a, one. That's a. And fun my movie birthday though. movie is your birthday. Is your birthday movie the hundredth episode or hundredth one that we talked about? No, it's Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Oh, is that your birthday week? movie? Yeah. yeah. No, the tenth. The yeah. 17th is my birthday. Oh, uh, that's ah. American Werewolf in London. Oh. Okay. We'll have to do something. Ooh. Bobby, maybe, maybe we can shave your pubes and glue them to your face for the birthday episode. You know um, what we should do? Bobby, give me the stripper cop that comes to your birthday, dude. Shirtless Bobby. Yep. Wait. He's got to have... Um... Hey! That will get you out of the, the pubes on the face if you take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to have suspenders on still. The only thing is, is it's the hair. We have to have a hair aesthetic because of the werewolf. Mm. I mean, I have a hairy chest. Ah, ah, there we go. Okay, so guys. <laughs> okay, so continuing on. Shit, where did I leave off? Um, Bill Paxton used the same beer can the entire filming of the movie because they could only find one Ham's beer can like the one from 79. The can was opened off camera and made a sound effect added for popping its top. And then he just kept reusing the can for each scene he was drinking in. Nice. In what movie did we review did the man never drop his beer after getting killed? Oh, wasn't it? Um... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, you almost, like, squeeze it a little bit, too. Like, it squeezed it. It poured out just a little bit. But yeah, like, yeah. Fuck. Oh, oh my God. Mutilator? That's what, I'm, it was, that's what I was thinking. No. No. Is it Blood Rage? No. Yeah. No. It's Blood Rage. It's Blood Rage. It's his stepfather when he kills his stepfather. He's oh. like, hey, Terry, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. I remember. Dude, that was so bloody after that shit. Oh, my God. You know, I can't wait for Thanksgiving so I can watch that again. Right? <laughs> that was great. There's a new Thanksgiving classic right there. It is. <laughs> oh, uh, 
directors James Cameron, Sam Raimi, and author Stephen King all singled out Frailty for high praise. King considered it one of the best horror movies of its year. Mm, wow. Mm, okay. Uh, the demon-destroying acts is inscribed with the letters O-T-I-S. Otis, the significance of this writing is never given. Fans have speculated that Otis Meeks is the true name of uh, Bill Cap Paxton's character. Uh, others believe Otis is to be an acronym for only the innocent survive. Oh, oh, shit. I like that. Head yep. cannon accepted, they say. Bill oh. Paxton insisted on flying the young Tennessee actor Blake King to the shoot in Los Angeles in order to have a boy with a native southern accent play the small role of Fenton's classmate Eric who invites Fenton over to rap Corey's house. What's rap? I'll tell you later. What's that? What's rap? I'll tell you later. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Bill Paxton's directorial debut. Allegedly, the title Frailty refers not to the slow disintegration of the family, but to the very low budget of the movie. Lionsgate huh. considered changing the title huh. to God's Hands, but Paxton and writer Brian Hanley insisted against it. No, I, I just like the title Frailty better. Yeah, it works perfectly. A shot yeah. over a period of eight weeks, by the way. Damn. That's a long shoot. Yeah, Powers Booth and Bill Paxton are also both in Tombstone and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And both actors died in 2017. Rest in peace. Oh. Man, it's still sad that he passed away, man. I know. I Game know. over, man. Game over. Yeah. Game over, man! The script originally featured a reference to the boys wanting to go see the movie Alien, but Paxton changed it to the Warriors to avoid the reference to his own work in Aliens. Oh, but, uh, oh, wow. he, but he did want to go see Bobby and I's favorite feel-good summer comedy. Meatballs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> kind of Meatballs. What I pick up your new That's price so funny because office. we literally had this talk two episodes ago. Dude, yes, we, we were did. just talking... We were just talking about meatballs at work like Thursday. <laughs> yeah, meatballs is one of my favorite. Later picked up by Corey Feldman and ran into the ground. But we'll, more on that later. Uh, uh, yeah. meatballs Did he? I don't think I saw any of them past the meatballs. One wait, 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 which, one, which, one, which one had Patrick Dempsey? Was that two or three? Two? Three, I thought. Was where he's it? talking to like a bit, he's where he's bit is talking to Is that Meatball 3 there. things got meatier? Or is yeah, that Meatball oh 3? That's, that's, that's Meatball 3, dude. That is so that like straight porn at that point, dude. <laughs> I, I don't remember it, but he was just talking to the, he, he was haunted by the ghost of a dead porn star or something. It's weird. So I've never seen Pass 2, but I'm assuming this awesome. That kind of goes the way of the... Wait, 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 wait. Sidebar, in the case of a dead porn star haunting you, does the moaning bother you? Well, she was really hard. <laughs> she was trying to get him laid. I think she was trying to get into heaven or something. I don't remember. It was a weird movie. <laughs> it's been like thirty years since I've seen it. To get into heaven, dude. That's so. It sounds like that kind of went the whole fate of the uh, Revenge of the Nerds series a little yeah, bit. Yeah, basically, but a little off the rails. A little, a little bit. A little. Oh man! You went from right. to Corey Feldman. So wait, what was Meatballs two then? I don't oh, that was Meteor. Meatballs 2 Meteor? <laughs> no. no. Yes. Meatballs oh, 2, what? Meat Harder. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Meatballs 2, Harder Meat. There we go. Oh. Okay. Oh. Continuing on. Powers Booth is one of Bill Paxton's favorite actors. They met on Tombstone and became friends. 
Oh, nice. That's actually in the things that you sent me too, TJ. The bespectacled man and soon-to-be victim in the cars, played by Paxton's longtime acting coach, Vincent Chase. Hmm. That was the pedo dude? No. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? Sorry. The spectacle. Yeah, that must have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the first one was... Uh... That would make sense. Brad? That would make yeah. sense. Okay, uh, the town was originally set to be Tyler, Texas, a real town in East Texas, but he didn't want to tie the film's horrific crimes to a real place. They have a public rose garden, and he worried they'd get, in quotes, get a bunch of goths out there in the middle of the night digging around the rose garden when the movie comes out, end quote. (laughs) So they changed it to the fictional town of Thurman. Fair enough. He might not be wrong. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I like how he went with goths, but then again, this is 2001, yeah, right. so the goths. Right. Yeah. Anytime you say goths, I see the goths from South Park. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, the Depeche Mode in the corner. <laughs> Paxton was very uncomfortable doing the scene where a dad forcibly grabs Fenton and carries him to the cellar. As. I feel most people probably would. I, I, yeah. Okay. It was also, a very, it was a very intense scene. It does make you let go. Uh, at the very end, the two boys that ride scooters across the screen are Matt O'Leary and Jeremy Sumter, who play Fenton and Adam Meeks as youngsters. Oh no shit! Yeah, they were going for a Twilight Zone kind of thing there. I like how they got like literally. They also got the last line of the movie too. Mm-hmm. Like, and the only reason I saw it was because I was watching it with subtitles. So, like, I would have never even fucking heard it. Yeah, what did yeah. they say? It was just sounding like, hey, like, it was something like, oh, let's go play tag or, like, gonna, or you gotta yeah. go or something like that. And I was just like, oh, that's cool that they got the last line. Oh, shit. I, the next one's a good uh, behind the scenes thing, but it kind of gives away the twist. Ooh. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, John, 10 seconds ahead. Okay, so Bill, Paxton, Bill Paxton planned to have the demon's crimes shown when the dad first touched them. At James Cameron's suggestion, he changed this so the information is a surprise when it comes at the end. Which, much better. Ten times better. Yeah. I just, I just love the fact that it was a James Cameron's suggestion. Right? That's... And, and spoiler alert. Also, loosely based on the case of American serial killer Joseph Callinger, who murdered three people and tortured four families. He committed these crimes with his 13-year-old son, Michael, between 74 and 75 in New Jersey. He pleaded insanity, claiming God told him to kill. No shit. Shit. Huh. And the last bit I have says Bill Paxton met Matthew McConaughey on U571, and the two became instant friends. Seems like he's... uh, pretty easygoing and popular i guess it's like mm-hmm. he kind of became friends with everybody dude i mean oh, yeah. who would want to meet bill paxton dude you know yo okay let me tell let you me... something if bill paxton was still alive i know he would be doing the cons i i think he would be oh no doubt and i would be first in line to meet him also guys amityville 1992 <laughs> about it's about time is now on shutter oh nice Ooh. That's the clock one, Chad. Nice. Oh. <laughs> the haunted clock. Sounds like they got that idea from Friday the 13th. The series. John, it is a especially good one to watch while smoking because uh, the clock uh, is like an acid trip inducing thing for the uh, inhabitants of the house. Nice. It warps their reality. So maybe even shrooms. Yes. 
Hey, Ben commented. Bro. About time. <laughs> okay, so I got a couple more. Uh, Bill Paxton made the film for multiple viewings, Bobby. Uh, the first time you sit through frailty, you get pulled into this story kind of subjectively, and there's this whole kind of creep factor. But on your second viewing, there's a lot of satisfaction as there are a lot of clues laid out in front of the viewer. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of got layers upon layers. It's like an onion. Sorry. Or a parfait. Mm. <laughs> if, uh, if the Way fucking better. ice cream machine's ever working. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, let me go through here real quick, see if there's any other nice tidbits that I think. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Where's that one about the shot? Uh, yeah. Uh, so the scene where the dad tells young Fenton and Adam of his vision, of his vision, originally featured all three on a single bed, but Paxton changed it and points out why. The camera slowly pulls away into POV, one view backing away from Fenton and the other pulling away from the dad and Adam to show that they're slowly separating. It's a subtle nod to... <gasps> what happened? Oh my god, we lost Chad! Okay, so that, guys, if you guys don't know, that was the Chinese interrupting the stream. So uh, we move forward without Chad. It's not fucking TikTok. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Where's Bobby? Oh, oh, oh. I'm here. I'm here. That sucks. Yeah, okay, so uh, there's Chad. Oh, is he back? <gasps> Sorry, listeners. We apologize for the technical difficulty. Hey! Dark Lord. Bobby, every time you talk, we get a crackling noise, a really bad crackling noise. Unplug your it's USB, plug it back now. In. No, it's really strange. Chad, you got no volume, bud. <laughs> I'm picking on you guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was wow, we are not having a good night. <laughs> so far, no. I couldn't help myself. Um, let me see. Is there any other really, really cool things? Uh, what were I mentioned... you saying before you cut out there? I don't even know. Uh, the POV shot. You you finished that? Okay, that was the last thing about this. The subtle oh. nod to the isolation. Then it then I noticed I was gone. Like ah. I saw myself completely disappear. So I just hit refresh. Like you really had me in, dude. And then you were just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sound of frogs at nighttime were recorded at Ivan Reitman's house. Yeah, goes friends with everybody. Yeah, he was. Oh man, can you imagine if Paxton was in Ghostbusters? Oh, that would have been awesome. Who would he? Who would he have been? You think he would have been? You think he would have been? He would have been a great Walter Peck. See, I I put him in Stan's position, dude. Like, even though it was Aykroyd's baby, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I mean, he probably could have played an awesome thing. But... I actually think he could have been a good. Um... Walter Peck would have been. No, good. that's what I said. He would have been a good Walter Peck. Yeah. That poor son of a bitch, man. He got so much shit after that movie. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, then he was in Die Hard One and Two, still playing basically the same guy. He, well, if you ever watch behind the scenes on Ghostbusters, he talks about his worst moment ever was when uh, he was walking New York City and a bus full of kids rolled down their windows and just shouted out, hey, dickless. <laughs> he was like, fuck me. You know what I mean? Like, he couldn't well, Bro, he went against the Ghostbusters, man. He wasn't going to win. <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's all I got for behind the scenes Ooh, stuff, buddy. Nice. Awesome. That was a juicy curtain pull. That was. So, uh, John, questions. So, how much do you guys think Mr. McConaughey got shot or got paid for that ab shot? <laughs> I think I think it's in his contract that he has to show his shabs at least show I his abs at least once per movie. I swear to God, dude, he it, 
it's like Ryan Reynolds before Ryan Reynolds started like really doing movies like big movies, you know what I mean? Just like listen, you're gonna have this movie, but you have to show your ads at least in one shot. Million bucks. Dude, like because there's really no other reason, you know what I mean, to have that. Like he could just be chilling in a shirt, but it's like, no, man, it's Matthew McConaughey. You gotta show his abs at least once. Hey, was was this before or after the naked bongo playing incident? I want to say this was right, right before, actually. I was thinking it was right around the same time. Uh, like really close. Yeah, early 2000s. Because, like, I mean, obviously, we all know and love him from Texas Chainsaw. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that dude. Oh, yeah. That fucking sweet robo boot. That was awesome. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, it's, it's Did you guys know, side note, he actually, like, denies ever even being in that movie well him and renee both do mm-hmm. yeah they're just like what bobby your mic is still exist. doing that static thing is anybody else hearing that <laughs> yes i am okay Ooh. yep it's definitely that Whoa, you guys that was, heard that shit as soon as he touched it bobby level. try wrapping that around your microphone instead of having it hang there that so might be a good start too how many times uh, have we told him that <laughs> uh only That's about like six. every episode yep uh, um Let's see. Any other questions here? No, man, that was it. Honestly, like this movie, I've seen it a bunch of times. It was kind of straightforward. There was nothing. Okay, here's one for you. Who do you think the angel was specifically? Do you think it was just an angel or do you think it was like Michael, like the archangel? As his dad said, too beautiful to describe. That was the first angel. I'm talking like when he gave him the list. Well, do you think maybe it was the same angel? The, the experience itself is too hard to describe. Is what ah. he was, is, is explaining. But the fl- the flaming sword makes you think Michael. That's what I was kind of wondering. Like if it was yeah. really supposed to be the right hand of God, like giving him the list, because like he's a you know he was always God's weapon, so it would make sense as like he's bestowed. Unfortunately, I don't really know the Bible verse that he talks about with Abraham. Like I know a little bit about it, but I don't remember if like it was Michael that told Abraham, you know what I mean, like to do what he had to do and all that other bullshit. Not to get all biblical on fucking court. No, now not the time. <laughs> you know, it's the movie, so it kind of goes with there it. There we go. Yeah, Bobby. Nice and loud. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Hold on. There we go. Oh, that is definitely his fucking headset that's doing it. Is it? I just yeah, adjusted t- it, too. T- touch it again. Can Did you hear me now? Did you- we can. It's just super crackly every time. Yeah, it's, it sounds weird. Why? Why? Yeah, I can hear it definitely now. It sounds yeah, like he's talking. It sounds like he's talking to one of those old 1940s microphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not gonna down Queer Street. <laughs> Shut up, Johnny. <laughs> I was given boxing for <laughs> 30s. Fuck off. So, so uh, <laughs> we kind of briefly talked about format already. Oh, man. So I have this on DVD. And like I mentioned to my lovely co-host with the co-most, or with the most, I should say, uh, it was terrible watching on the 4K TV. I had to switch it to the old bedroom 720, man. And I'm just like, (laughs) ah, that looks better. (laughs) Like, I felt like I was watching straight VHS on that 4K, dude. It was bad. Like, I know some people like VHS. That's not a shot. Of, I'm just saying. I caught it on um, Tubi. Oh, really? It's, it's on, on Tubi. Tubi right now? Oh, nice. Shit. What, what I downloaded it for nothing then. 
No shit. What kind of scan was it, bud? Normal. It wasn't like very um high tech, but it wasn't so low tech. Was it's probably 720p. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I want. That's what I downloaded too. So it's still widescreen format then, right? It wasn't like your Yeah, it was still widescreen. All right. All right. That's cool that it's on Tubi right now. I honestly didn't know. I like how that luck uh we luck out on, on that a lot. <laughs> we have been lately, yes. It's also right. on uh, Amazon Prime. Ooh. On Prime right now or just for rental you're saying? On for Prime rental. right now. Really? Oh mm-hmm. shit. That's how I watched it. Hot diggity. <laughs> and you yeah. said the you said the copy on that though still wasn't that good. It's, yeah. uh, it's either that or it was the fucking uh, the movie itself with the drunk DP. Was he drunk though? No, just really <laughs> tired from the night before. Uh, so guys, favorite kill. I sent Bobby a list of instructions on what to yeah. do. So just That's not cranberry well. sauce, DJ. It's oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. My favorite kill, only because pure shock factor and how fucking disturbing <laughs> it is, is when they pan down and see the girl. Mm. And then the kids sit there and you have to see the kids react to him fucking hacking away at her. Right. While Adam's just kind of like digging it a little bit, like, what? Fenton's just not having it at all. That wasn't. Hmm. Chad, what do you got, bud? I got to go for. Um when uh adam killed the guy because that was kind of out of left field oh what? To, to pure, when he just comes running out with pure savage ferocity that was just, fucking off you yeah. definitely were not that was dude there's like so many twists that hit you at once you know what i mean like you, you almost didn't even expect that too like yeah and, and i'd seen this movie before and completely forgot about that so when it happened i was like whoa yeah dude i it's definitely been like a hot decade like i said dude <laughs> watching this movie and there's definitely a lot of shit that I forgot. And I'm so glad we watched it again, man. It, it, Which reminds me, I, I think I saw this right around the same time that uh, I saw Donnie Darko. Okay. And I think that that's another, these two can almost be compared because you really need to see both more than once to get all the little hidden layers. So weird little side note, and it actually kind of goes with what we were talking about in our chat and a little bit on the show earlier today. But the first time I was introduced with Donnie Darko, no, don't, don't even. <laughs> we are not getting into a Donnie Darko fucking conversation. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Okay. I'm just saying, this is how I was proposed to watch Donnie Darko. And obviously you've seen all Donnie Darko. Oh. So, you know, hey, you love Evil Dead, right? Fuck yeah, I do. Man, <laughs> you should watch Donnie Darko. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they're the same thing. What the- I fucking watched it, dude, with the, like, TJ thinking about like like he thought he was gonna see Dick the whole fucking time. <laughs> I'm sitting there some fucking waiting for some Evil Dead shit, dude. I fucking hated Donnie Darko because of fucking that. See, I watched that movie like that movie was fucking garbage. There was this, nothing like Evil Dead. Like, and this goes right along with the werewolf movie. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, dude, like somebody said, told him Green Green Room was a werewolf movie. Like, what the fuck, I just watched that this past weekend. I didn't catch it. Because <laughs> it's not, because somebody yeah, was exactly. fucking with a lot, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I, I I will always remember that it was like it was Donnie Darko was pitched to me as if you like Evil Dead, watch Donnie Darko. That I'm makes like, no sense. What no. the fuck? <laughs> like, not even close to the same <laughs> whatsoever. Like, fuck off. Oh, that is hilarious to me. Oh, oh shit. Uh, 
Anyway, continuing on. What about no. you get? It's still breaking up. I just think that the, the microphone's just going. All right. The microphone or the wire. I'm not sure which. That, that's what I was thinking. I think it's from him having it hanging that the jack itself, that the USB cord's going into, might be getting loose. And what we're hearing is the soldering jiggering, jiggling every time he talks, and it's shaking everything. Of course. Yes. All right. I'll take care of that. I'll get a new one. Um, I'm going to have to say, dude, my favorite kill is honestly kind of uh, – when they revealed the FBI agents at the end, like it was pretty, I think it was one of the most gruesome kills that they gave you, uh, killing his mom. Like, obviously it's fucked up just in the whole, you've been waiting the whole reason, like this whole movie to figure out what this dude's done once you kind of figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, and then you get to see it. And once again, this movie, it doesn't show you the kills directly. And obviously that was done with intent. But this one, you still get the nice fucking blood splatter against his face. You get it against the fucking curtains on the line. You know what I mean? It's almost a little. Any anytime you got white sheets, dude, getting soaked in blood, I'm fucking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. two thumbs up all the way. So that's gonna be my vote. You know, now that I think about it, that was kind of a nod to Psycho, wasn't it? Psycho, yeah, the whole. It was. I think uh, if we looked in that article I sent you, the thirty-nine things, I think they referenced the Psycho nod. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Bobby, what was your favorite bug? I'd actually probably have to say Bill Paxton's because it was probably the goriest one. It was also a little, I was expecting it, but I was also unexpected too. I was expecting the kid to hit the guy on the ground. Right. Like and you, then he you turns around and nails him right in the fucking chest. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> right. So that was probably my favorite, I would say. Hell yeah. That definitely probably had the most shock behind it. I'll yeah, that's that's yeah. why. That's why I liked it. it. Had the most shock behind. I was like, oh shit! You knew it was coming, but it, I feel like it. That moment drew on just long enough to where you were all. Everybody's questioning themselves of like, well, what's he gonna do? Yeah, like I was wondering, like, what's this kid gonna do? He has that look in his eye, right? Oh man! <clears throat> so, gentlemen, this is gonna be a tough one for this question. <laughs> so we got. Hottest girl, best titties. Uh, you skipped best scene, buddy. Did I? Yeah, Wait, you did. Did I have questions? All right, I'm fucked up. Then. My bad. Yeah, you're way ahead. Yeah, dude, seriously. Slow it down. I thought we did kill oh, yeah. and then scene. My bad. Yep, yep, best scene, boys. Best scene. Ooh. Um, probably the ending. I'm going to say with the cop, dude. That whole scene had me on edge. The uh, the him in the basement. The kid in the basement when he was locked down there? Oh, yeah. The whole fucking yeah. floating head shit. Dude, I love it, though. So cool. So oh, that was a unique shot. They did, a lot, they did that a lot in Pete and Pete, if you guys ever watched that shit back in the Pete day. Pete, explain that. You never watched the new adventures of Pete and Pete? It was a Nickelodeon okay. show. And it was fucking trippy as balls, dude. Like, you're talking 90s Nickelodeon when, like, you know those dudes are doing fat rails and they're like, yeah, hey, fuck it, let's make it a kid's show. I mean, everybody likes a good fat rail. Right. Uh, if you've ever seen Artie, the strongest man in the world, he's the superhero in that. Artie Lang? He's my hero. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. So, let's see. Did everybody say their favorite scene? Yeah. Okay. So, gentlemen, did the opening scene hook you in? Yes. Good question. 
Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I'd say it did yeah. good, yeah. Hooked me in, yes. Right. It wasn't just leading with the kids. It led you in with Matthew McConaughey being all fucking weird and creepy in the FBI. And that's what hooked you in because the, the uh, poster art kind of just leaves it very vague and obscure and you kind of don't know what you're getting yourself into. And then that right. intro is very almost uh, – how do I want to say it? It's another just the FB the, the the narration aspect, the way that they I know the storytelling device is just so unique. Right. It's and not to a bring Matthew McConaughey, narrative. the big name value attached to this, other than Bill Paxton, and such a strong presence. And it establishes that character where you go into the movie with pure innocence for that character, and that slowly evolves and devolves as the film and the story progresses. Right. That yeah, dude, that's crazy. I, I mean, Matthew Matthew McConaughey, dude. Whether he fucking choked up before the role or not, man, I just loved his vacantness the whole time, dude. Yeah, like, he was just so distant in everything it, he said and everything he did. And I even like when you get to the end of his story, and you're like, "Well, now what?" <laughs> He's just like, "Yeah, I don't really want to talk anymore." Yeah, it was great. <laughs> what? I don't want to talk anymore. Leave me alone. And then that's, yeah, you know, that's when we start getting into uh, super spoiler territory where obviously. Yeah, they were trying to avoid. But, oh, man. I'm going to have to say definitely yes for me. Okay, Johnny. Now. All right. We're at best. Best hits. Best hits, hottest girl. Uh, It's uh, slim pickings for this one, gentlemen. Yes, sir. I think about the only I think about the only choice is the uh, the receptionist. I'm just gonna go. With Ooh, Matt McConaughey's wife. I was gonna yeah. say you could go with the chick that they killed. Eh, the, she uh, was all right. I mean, you only see her with usually like fucking down. If you're mascara. into mascara tears, then you're fucking yeah. set, buddy. Yeah, there we go. Little Paxton holding the axe in the barn. Why was that not in the film? Because it was one of those situations where they utilized it for promotional art and it's seen everywhere but the actual film. I'm going to guess it's in some sort of deleted scene that's sitting on Lion's Gate floor somewhere. So enjoy, Brody, because you'll never get to see what could have been. Or it was just a promotional shot they made. I I think that's all. I think it personally was just a promotional shot. Yeah, I'd go with more of a promotional for that. Okay, so hey, hey, going back to yeah. what, going back but to uh, McConaughey's wife. There is a scene that has all of that set up in it in the film. Wait, what was that? Sorry. There, there's a scene and an opportunity all for that to happen within that in the film, and that's sure. why it's so confusing because they tease it, and it's so close to it. So I feel like maybe if there's like an extension of that interior barn shot, that maybe it, it exists somewhere, but that's just. So what would it be like? He picked up the X, like looks at it, and then like looks up at the camera, and then that would be the kind of like cutout after that, I guess. Uh-huh. I'll make a Rick and Morty episode about it. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I'm gonna have to say McConaughey's wife, the operator secretary. There. That's fantastic. Yeah, hey, was right. was she pregnant? Yes, yes, she was. Okay, doesn't matter because I'd like to make her. Oh, oh, because they got to hey. make another goddamn. You know, I'll take over for I'm that. gonna put a baby in that. There we <laughs> go. Anchor it down. Bun in the oven. <laughs> she's not a whore, she's Catholic. Ah, there it is. <laughs> just, like, just like I'm not fat, I'm fluffy. That's right. Take it in the butt for Jesus. Oh <laughs> <laughs> damn. 
<laughs> New Project Louder shirts, everybody. <laughs> Taking Should have been in the film. Fuck you, Lionsgate, you dog cunts. <laughs> That's our new Bobby shirt. Right there. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Did the score Love set it. the mood? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly did. Fucking shit was haunting. Haunting. What's well, Brian? Awesome. Ty- Brian Tyler does really good work. Yeah. Which, if I'm not mistaken, did he, did he or did he not do the, uh, do you guys remember if he did the score for Slither? Because I know he does a lot of uh, James Gunn movies. Ooh, maybe I can look if you give me a moment. Yeah, give him a minute. Maybe he did. Hey, Google. Oh, oh, oh. Who did the score for the movie oh, Slither? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't understand. You have a guy's voice? Fucking Google. <laughs> it didn't understand. Hey, Google. Who did the music for the movie Slither? Slither's music was composed by Tyler Bates. Ah! Ah, Tyler Bates. It's reversed. Right? Close. According to Wikipedia, Tyler Bates is an American musician, producer, and composer for film, television, and scores. Much of his work mm-hmm. is in the okay, Thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be all. <laughs> it's, it's, now it's giving us this whole. It's giving us this whole Wikipedia now. You know, that's one thing I've always thought about since we, since we started podcasting was the whole like yell out uh, like Alexa or some bullshit <laughs> just to have everybody's go off. Uh, that used to be an issue. That, that was a, that was a, that was a do back thing. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, we would argue with Alexa all the time. Fuck. Uh, especially oh. during the build up to solo anytime chad and i would say coaxium alexa would fucking shoot up and would interrupt us yeah what i loved was anytime jared would be talking about his sister yeah that was girlfriend (laughs) that was girlfriend yeah his girlfriend alexis yeah oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a stripper name right there uh anytime i brought that up it it answered him it was fucking hilarious awesome okay guys progressing on so best song? Uh, the only so song I remember was that Johnny Cash. The brother, yeah, when the brother, the died. Johnny Cash song, yeah. So, Pat, right, I, would, so that, I would say that, yeah. That takes the win. I think that's a unanimous vote. Seeing that's the only one. Favorite character, Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton. That's it. See, I don't know, man. I kind of like McConaughey. Dude. I mean, I like them both. Uh, Paxton. We have to go with McConaughey, man. I like it. Okay. I like it. Was it scary? Nope. No. No. Does it hold up today? Not yes. in the world of Hereditary. Oh, yeah. Never seen it. Fuck Hereditary, dude. That movie if sucks. you compare this film to the thrillers of today, it's nowhere touching with the a level of twist. No. Shamalama Ding Dong fucking comes twist. Well, he, yeah, but he also set the bar, which was after this movie. Okay. No. Sidebar. No. Shamalama. Oh. Shamalama no, right. was way before that. Yeah. Ninety-nine. What? Well, not way before. It's three. It's two years. What's your favorite Shamalama Ding Dong movie? Mine's Sonic. Definitely. Avatar. No. Uh Honestly, I don't know, dude. Devil. Is that the elevator one? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good. One. I don't think he directed it. Didn't he just like write and produce or something? I don't think. But it was, yeah. I mean, he was really good. Splice, right? No, I don't no? think. I'll have to look. I don't think he did. He did the visit. I didn't mind that, but that was a cam film still too. And I don't know. That was just weird. Maybe uh, I like 
so much because I have actually a actually I think I'm gonna change mine. I think I'm gonna say unbreakable. Oh, oh fuck! Oh shit! Yeah. Wait, are you so that's yeah? But are you sure he so he didn't do splice because that's all in the same. Or not splice? Split? What the fuck? Yeah, split. Split. Thank yeah, you. yeah. He did do split. split. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm still holding him aside. I'll go, with, I'll go with split. I enjoyed that one a lot. Unbreakable. It's been a while, dude. Bobby, oh, do you shit. have a preference? You know that's what not one. Twist? That's not one I've actually thought about. So no, nah, I, I got to come back next week with one. Do you know your mic sounds good whenever you actually sit far away from it? So I think it's not <laughs> a problem. So I think it's because your your what voice is so masculine. Look, 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 look. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. oh, the problem is, is Bobby's voice is so masculine that when he talks, the bass shakes the microphone and rattles the insides, which That's is it. where we get the... Yep. What can like I that. say? I, I can rattle insides. <laughs> it's like that scene on uh, private parts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do I actually Every sound... one of you just laugh know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> do, I, uh, so, do I actually sound decent now? Yes. Yes. All right, so then leave it all. So, boys. Yes, I'm... Acting. Oh, that's a whole lot. Really good. Was, it was really the good. Was great. Can we all agree it holds up? Yeah. 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 Acting, yes, good. Across the board, no issues. Yeah. Nobody was... Well, I mean, there wasn't even a lot... There wasn't a lot of actors in this movie, but... No. Everybody but played the here, it was really Cinematography good. is trash. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, there was a couple shots I liked, but it wasn't anything that hasn't nope. been done before. The dentist yeah. was shot better. Oh, dude. Don't wow. That's, that's a saying, hot take, bro. That's saying something. I hate the fucking dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I just get... Uh, you know... Part of me said that because it's true, but also the other part of me did it to elicit a reaction out of you Chad. Did. You did. You know it. how much I hated that movie. <laughs> Worst movie know, ever. I still love that shot, even though I know it's kind of an evil dead shot, but I love when he opens up the cellar. You see oh, it down yeah, there. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. It's nothing like fancy, like crazy angles and shit, but I'll, I'll give you, dude. It's nothing like, you know. It's nothing to brag best about. Shot in the movie, best shot in the movie is the pan through of the Rose Garden. Ooh. Yeah, that is a good shot. Yes. Okay. I did like the victim shot. Are you? Is that the one you're talking about? The victim shot at the end, or whenever they first started? Kind of like the pan through where you see both the dogs and then you see all the graves in the kind of oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's fair. So, John, <laughs> do you like the premise? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, sorry, I'm I'm laughing at what Brody just said. Damn <laughs> it, Brody. Premise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good premise especially yeah. when you take into consideration twist right and yeah dude i mean you really start feeling for that kid because you're just like holy fuck dude bill paxton's a psycho and then yeah, it all comes serious, to fruition right? and, you know, it's just fuck dude so is this just like a long episode of uh like an 80s kids cartoon where it just taught us to teach us like it was just Made to teach us a lesson to listen to our parents. Yeah, yeah right. So, uh, this is what they should show you at Sunday school. Like God's real. <laughs> Bro, if they showed me this shit in like third grade in Sunday school, I probably would have fucking paid way more attention, man. <laughs> You'd be a preacher by yeah, now. You know Father yeah. John. Well, dude, I was that little asshole, like Jurassic Park came out, so I was just like, what blew my fucking mind. <laughs> so the next fucking Sunday, I'm at hey. How come the dinosaurs are in the Bible? And then we all have to admit, <laughs> somehow I ended up getting, 
The first yeah, time so we I, saw Jeff Goldblum shirtless, it all made us question our sexuality. It did. And that, I was just yeah, like, I mean, what? And then, yeah, I ended up in the fucking nun's office, dude, for that day. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> just because I question things. Okay, uh, boys. So we all like the premise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So recycle, rewind, I'll remain. Uh, I would say rewind for me. I'd have to rewatch it. Rewind. Yeah, rewind. rewind. No sense remaking it. No, because you're not going to have belt. So I say rewind and then tighten up the rules on what films can be picked for the show. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Only because uh, I think this says Mr. Waterfalls over there. Hey, that was a horror film, motherfucker. No, it was uh, a horrible film. Hey, at least it's not The Wraith. <laughs> the Wraith? The yeah, yeah. Don't you say shit when you made it sit through The riff? Hey, I had never seen it before, so it was torture for me, too. And I just want to let you know that from, from more of our outdoorsy listeners, they, they, they happen to like the Just Before Dawn episode, okay? I mean, I think it's... Who was those episodes? I think it's fair to say we've each picked one out from the shit sack at least yes. once. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We've all made, we've all tortured each other in one way or another. So I will okay. say that if you guys watch the normal version, uh, the pacing's a lot better. <laughs> I, I <don't> <laughs> you Twenty minutes of scenic waterfalls. And <laughs> no, I don't know why. Fourteen pisses, dude. Like what? The oh. fuck? Uh, what was it? Fifty-four minutes in between the first and second kill, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. A solid twenty minutes of uh, stock footage padding. <laughs> yeah, ratings, like boys. Rating. Uh, well, I gotta say, even though it's my pick, I'm still not gonna go high as uh, Tyler or nor Brody. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid four, dude. Bobby. Well, uh, no offense, nowhere near a four. Uh, I, I, I'm at 3.2 for me. I'm going, I'm going to go a little higher and give it a solid 3.5. And I'm going to give it a solid four for a Gormore score of 3.7. Take it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, that that reminds me, we gave uh, Maniac Cop two four point seven, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I wrote down. I wanted to be sure. Say, like like we've discussed before, it's all really off of pure entertainment value and how we feel at the end of the movie and episode. I would say. Uh, yeah. I'm so I'm so disappointed I missed that episode because I fucking loved Maniac Cop two. Yeah, it was a good one. Man. It was Gilly, really Gilly. good. Uh, I got to say, shout out to Scuba Steve. Uh, thank you for filling yeah. in last week. Yeah, thanks for covering my ass, buddy. Uh, did a great job. He said he was nervous as fuck. Uh, <laughs> but he so one him. Yeah. You know what, man? We've all been there. Uh, you're, nervous till, you're nervous till you hear and, and then you guys are like, okay, I got to talk We're about in. it. Guys, guys, no joke. I was scared shitless the first time TJ asked me to do an episode of Do Back with him. And I'm sitting there like, wait, can I swear? Like, like, are we gonna get trophy score? I know. I, I know. I like, dropping uh, f bombs. I'm like, all right. I guess we could say fuck. Fuck it. I mean, I, I, I was definitely like, uh, fuck. How does this work? <laughs> See, I, mm-hmm. I listened to like, I think you guys had like 16 episodes out by the time you brought me in. Mm-hmm. So I at least already had a little bit of like what your flavor was trying to go with. So I knew I could at least do that. But I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, dude. It, I was even more nervous because I was always just so afraid of talking over you guys, dude. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we weren't doing your stream at that point. So I was just like. 
uh sure and i remember you even asked me you're like you're nervous i'm like not really nervous i'm just trying not to fuck shit up (laughs) so for a bonus episode john and i should review uh the dentist too the dentist too it is on uh what did i see that on i think it's on tubi what's it called brace yourself yes i (laughs) fucking oh that is great that is a beautiful that is a beautiful tagline i love good subtitle like that dude i i read up about it like he fights his wife in this like she gets like these sharp dental implants or something it's fucking from what i've read it's like really fucking weird yeah like is there like another evil dentist that gave it to her or she i have no clue i have to look it up i swear to god that's what i read (laughs) i'm down let's do it Maybe we should watch that just to see how bad it is. Yeah, it's fucked Listen, up. I'll sift through the fucking shit with you guys, man. You know that. <laughs> oh. So where are we at, gentlemen? We got anything uh, news to discuss wise? Uh, Don't fuck in the woods too. Uh, trailer dropped. Yeah, I saw so that. So if you guys are like indie films, head on over to the Concept Media YouTube page and look up for Don't Fuck in the Woods. Shout out to Sean Berkett. Director of Don't Fuck in the Woods 1 and Don't Fuck in the Woods 2, amongst a, mother, a plethora, plethora of other indie films. I got to say, I'm surprised that uh, that actually got uh, notice on uh, bloodydisgusting.com. That got international coverage. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That's awesome. Prayer of the Roller Boys. That sounds. What is that? What's up? Seth <laughs> says, Have you ever seen Prayer? Is that a horror film? No, I cannot say, Seth. Never heard Never of it. Doctor yeah. Giggles, I saw a long time ago. But I love Tyler Ro- Tyler Roebuck. But that is too solid piece of shit. Yeah, Doctor Giggles is pretty awesome, especially once you establish that that is the also uh, the ticket guy from uh, Mr. Bean the movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So. Brody actually just asked, so we could drop that out. Next right week's now. film is Return of the Living Dead 2. I'll wear my shirt. Uh, yeah. We get some zombie makeup from Bobby and John. Maybe I'll do the same. I can try. I'll wear my more brains hat and we'll be. Uh, Send more, more paramedics. <laughs> no. <laughs> that oh, would be yeah, for dude. another podcast i'll have to check it out and uh we'll have to see oh yeah maybe that uh that'll be a black lodge then there you go well guys i think that's all for this episode of the gordon moore podcast yeah i'd say so yeah next week's film is return of the living dead 2 it will be uh next monday at 6 15 p.m eastern standard time available on our Facebook and over at YouTube at Do Back Discussion on Facebook at Do Back Discussion. You can always search hashtag Gorenmore, find our episodes. And thank you for listening. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, signing out. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge saying, I'll see you bitches next time. This is Big John D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby Ramon, saying, I'll see you later. Sorry for the audio issues. Damn it. <laughs> Take
Ninjutsu! Thank you.